Alrighty, everybody. Greatness, greatness, greatness be bestowed upon you and how I always make it known. Glory be unto the most high God, who we know as Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shah, Bahashem, Harakadish. All praises and all the glory and all the honor be unto the Father. Do ya dig me? See, it's all about the kingdom, baby. So, we are getting tuned in to Brother D's podcast. Now, this right here is going to be something very, very encouraging and very informative. Still going to be lining up to um, once a man, twice a child. Now, I mean, I guess just blending into that. Um, my wife had asked a question, and I'm going to let her, um, you know, say it herself. She had asked a question, and I just came out with the answer and didn't have no thought about it. But and she, she, I'll let her um, say it to y'all. Shalom, everybody. Um, I had asked my husband, uh, where do he see himself at in the future? Now, now, dig this. When she said that, when she said that, my initial, like, put like this, my answer was death. Like, I just came out and just said it. And, you know, I know that sounded like a little weird. And it was like a curveball to her, too, because she, you know, she didn't expect that, you know, coming from me. Because she was like, you know, basically like anybody else would be like, oh, I'm going to be here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be in this and be in that. But she's like, you just came out and said death. And, yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't have no thought in it. And I just said it, you know, but. The, my reasons in saying it is because once a man, twice a child, and not only just that, it's not saying that tomorrow is not, you know, promised to us, you know, but let alone the next five minutes is not promised to us. So if anybody who is a, as a firm believer and take this in as encouragement and really take heed to this. If you go into, um, if you go into, uh, how can I put it? If you go into, um, into, uh, let's say Genesis chapter one, right? If you go into Genesis chapter one, flow with me on this one. In Genesis chapter one and verse one, right? If anybody reads Genesis chapter 1, um, before the first day, if you go to Genesis chapter 1, God has created the heaven and the earth. Yahweh has created the heaven and the earth. And in verse 2, it said, and the earth was without form and void. The earth was without form and void. Void. Then the reason why I'm saying this is because if you can look at it, before the first day, before the first day, the Most High God, the Father, was establishing a foundation. He was revealing to us this foundation is without form and void. This foundation is of darkness. 
this foundation needs my spirit to hover over it. Meaning this foundation needs my assistance. So before anything can be established, it needs me, thus saith the Lord. So to encourage you more and more and where I'm going at with this, still connecting to, you know, what I was saying from before, even from the other podcast, once a man, twice a child. Life is too short, right? You want to enjoy it to the fullest, but within righteousness. His righteousness, not our own righteousness. His righteousness. And to be encouraged and know that the flesh is weak and the spirit is willing. So while we are here as man, because the scriptures has made it known the, the, to keep the commandments of God. This is the whole duty of man. The whole duty of man is to keep the commandments of God. And to understand the commandments of God is to help us to be firm on what he is establishing. So if you go into Genesis, right? Genesis chapter 1, right? And as you are reading in verse 1 and 2, you see these are the, this is the start before the foundation is being um, 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 established. In the first day, the foundation is being, uh, is being formed, being created. You see? We have to make that decision in our lives and understanding that we do need Yahweh. Israelite and non-Israelite. Though Yahweh is the God of Israel, but this is the God who is over all nations amongst the earth. And though Yahweh has made it known that we who are Israelites are a special people, and he had made us to be above all people who are on the face of the earth. He didn't make us to be above all people on the face of the earth because we have style. We have flavor. He didn't make us to be upon all people on the face of the earth because of that. It's because if you go into um, Psalms chapter 147 and verse 19 and 20, you can see. He has shown his word unto Jacob and his statutes and judgments unto Israel. And he has not dealt so with any other nation. He has not dealt so with any other nation. And they do not know of his um, statutes and judgments. Praise ye the Lord. They don't know of Yahweh. This is why they serve idol gods. But we know what it means to, to uh, serve idol gods because thus saith the Lord has came to us through his commandments and what he has given to our ancestors when, they had, when Moses had walked down from the mountaintop with the commandments. He has made it known for ourselves to not commit idolatry. 
And it's not only of ourselves to not commit idol adultery, but to understand what it means to use the law to break us and not for us to break the law. And to understand that the law, it exposes the sinful nature within ourselves. And the only thing that we can do is try to uphold the law and establish it. Just like Paul mentioned it. He said, should we make void of the law because of the faith? You know, he said, God forbids, for we establish the law. Why would Paul be saying that? Because Paul has a deeper understanding on what the gospel is really about. And not in a Christianity way, but in an Israelite way. Or let me let me rephrase that. Not so much in a Christianity way or an Israelite way, but in Yahweh's way. In Yahweh's way. In Yahweh's will and his way. You see, because it's so easy to get big headed and be like, yeah, we are a chosen people. And yes, it, 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 we, to feel good about it. Yes, I feel good about it, but I don't feel no different. Why? Because I know at the end of the day that there is more than just being an Israelite. Yes, it's a blessing to know I'm an Israelite, but I got to understand what it means and what it cost. Because to be chosen, it cost. Just like Yahweh Shah, when he was chosen, it cost him. It cost him his life for his people. To give salvation and repentance unto Israel as it is written. So that the promises of Yahweh and what he has established. To be taken into effect. And this has nothing to do with our feelings. And many can have it to be like, oh, that's bias. Because God is bigger than that. You're right. So if you can see the plan and where Yahweh was standing at, he was putting Israelites in position. You see? He used, I'm going to put it like this. He used he used Rebecca's womb to be a blessing. And what I mean by that, because there were two who came out of Rebecca's womb that still lined up, lined up to his will and his way. I repeat, it still lined up to his will and his way. And it was a blessing. And within that blessing, these are the things that came out within it. Though we are a chosen people, if you can acknowledge it, by us being big-headed, it put us into captivity. And it also exposed how disobedient we are as a people as Israelites and not only just that but we're no different from the other nations so what does it mean for ourselves to be a special people and to be chosen 
to be a special people and to be chosen is one who puts themselves in position like how the watchman was, the prophets was. You see? To be obedient to the commands of the Most High God. To acknowledge the flesh is weak but the spirit is willing. So it gives more of a reason to humble ourselves no matter how much we are special. We have to be a living example. You have those who are out here who use the word of God in vain. And what I mean they use the word of God in vain. It was used in a way to try to represent the image and the likeness of Yahweh's will in his way. You can see in Christianity, it has fell in a lot of ways where now Christianity is now made as a mockery. And why? Because there was no true foundation being established. Meaning your most high God, Yahweh was not in it. In the right way Because Yahweh is of decency And of order He is of decency And of order People wanted to fit Yahweh into their life For their will And their way Instead of themselves fitting into Yahweh And to do things in his will And in his way Because the lust of life the temptations of life not having the understanding of life not having the, the understanding of what it means to be in righteousness and if it was being shared on what is it to be in Yahweh's righteousness and, and, and to be disciplined it was not given to us out of compassion it was given out in a way amongst the people to, to, uh, to depart from God because now they see the Most High God in a way. They, will, they begin to see the Most High God in a way as in like, not so much as in the strict, you know. They see, it, they see it in a way as in like, oh, you're just trying to control and, you're, and, and, it's, and things was not being said to them in a way where they could understand through the compassion that it is for their own good. Give, give Yahweh a chance. Give Yahweh a try. Let the Most High God abundantly flow in your life richly. Take steps with Him. Trust and believe that on this walk, you're not just going to just jump on this uh, on on this walk and just start running. You gotta you gotta move, meaning you gotta take a step before you can even know what it means to crawl. You have to make a move, even if it's an inch. You see. As long as you pushing yourself to move forward and giving the Most High God a chance in your life to prove to you that what you are doing within His name is not a vain. So basically what I'm saying, the compassion was lacked. 
But if any compassion was being given, it will be given in a way where, oh, it's okay to be the way how you are. It's okay, you know, that, you know, what you're doing, which is of an abomination unto the most high God, it's okay. You did, it was not being shared to them the importance of why the Most High God hate these things. And not only just that, but what is the revelations behind it to help them to break free. And not only just that, but help them through it by letting them see that there is certain demons that are that are subjected in our lives that will not depart unless we go through fasting and prayer. Fasting and praying For this is written You see So they didn't They didn't have the importance Where it got to a point Where It became so worldly Because it was not no Foundation being established Correctly Meaning The most high God Was not being In the midst Of everything I mean I mean The most high God Was present because he sees everything, but the Most High God was not having it within itself to have his hand in it. That's what I'm saying. And you can see it. But what I can also speak on about, you know, even more, you know, is that we have to learn and understand what it means to let the most high God build in our lives. First, if you can see from the podcast, everything that's being mentioned is all lining up to being free. You want to be free so that you can be able to understand the flesh is weak and the spirit is willing. And when you understand that the flesh is weak, it's not saying for you to be comfortable with sin. But it's saying seek his face more. Seek the things that he is desiring for you and I to do that will be pleasing unto him. And in time, you will see that your heart is set on pleasing the most high to the best of your ability. And everything else that is of sin, that is of transgression to the law, it begins to wither off. You see? So, I love y'all. Y'all stay up and stay blessed. And Shalom unto you, Israel. And Barakatah unto you. And all praises and all glory be unto the Most High God. And Barakatah unto those who are partaking in hearing this message. Shalom.